VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Today we have the most exciting guest I think I've ever had on. I do say that to every guest, but I am so excited to have Sydney Adams on. If you guys don't know who she is, she is a fitness influencer and she posts a lot of positivity content, routine content, and she's someone that I've looked up to for a really long time, not only in my career aspect because she's so driven and I feel like she's constantly keeping up with what she does for work, but also in her lifestyle. I feel like she's just such an influential and inspiring person. I watch a video and I feel like I have to go buy everything in the video. And she also makes it very known that her lifestyle is her lifestyle and just to take inspo from her and that she's just kind of there to inspire other people and make you smile when you go on her page. And that's exactly what she does for me. So I'm really excited to have her on today. I'm going to bring her on right now, but I just wanted to give her a little intro in case any of you guys don't know who she is. I feel like most of you do. Plus, I did post an Instagram story earlier this week where I asked you guys to ask me questions for Sydney, and I got so many, and so many of you guys were really excited. I think maybe because Sydney and I are super similar in the content that we post. I also feel like I'm always talking about her, so I don't know if maybe some of you guys found her through me or through found me through her because she's posted me a couple times too, and I just think we relate a lot. So I'm really excited to have her on. But let's bring her on. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I feel like it's long overdue. I know. I was just saying at the beginning, I'm the most excited to have you on. Just because I think it's so long overdue. Oh my gosh. So, you know, I was talking to my sister about this and long story short, it was probably like a year ago. I was watching one of your vlogs and you had mentioned that like you were watching something of mine. And I remember freaking out because I was like, my favorite YouTuber knows who I am. And it's just like a full circle moment. Wait, I literally remember what you're talking about and you like posted it on TikTok and I was just like, wait, this is so crazy. Even yesterday when I posted on my Instagram story that you were coming on, one of my friends, Lauren Doan, who I hang out with all the time, she responded and she's like, wait, I know that you're probably so excited because you look up to her so much. And I was like, literally, yes. So it's crazy that we both have that feeling, but like we're also friends. We also haven't met. It's just like crazy. I know it really is, but it is long overdue and I'm so excited to finally be here. I know. I thought we could start it off. I got this question yesterday that I thought was fun. It was like, how did each of you find each other? Like, what was the first thing that you saw of each other and what made you follow? Or like, maybe not the first thing, but like, as you can remember, what was the reason we like followed each other? So I thought that that was cute. Yes. Okay. So I know exactly what my answer to that is. So on TikTok, it's definitely TikTok. 
And you always had like the most aesthetic cooking and like, I think you were doing um, like a healthy breakfast type meal. And then also your sweet potato nacho recipe was like my favorite one. And I'm like, I wish I was as good with videos as you are. Like you're so good at doing like your little cooking recipe videos. And yeah, that's what I remember. All of your Aww. really aesthetic cooking. <laughs> I know the exact like time frame you're talking about. That's so funny. I didn't find you that much longer after that. I feel like I usually follow people because like either I see that they post a lot of recipes that look like I would like or maybe workouts. But I feel like for you, like I just liked you, your personality. You're so inspiring, I feel like. And you're so positive that no matter what you're talking about, I feel like you inspire me. Like you could be talking about like your car interior and I'm like, I should... Yeah. In my car. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Well, I think that we have very similar like energy towards things. And I notice that a lot of times when I follow people on social media, like if I'm watching them and I'm like, oh, we could literally be best friends in person. And I, I feel that with you. So, you know, just we're yeah, just the, the same. Feeling is yeah, mutual. We're just best friends at heart. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people were excited too for this episode because they feel that. And I think if you watch both of our content, you can see that we're super similar in just the way that we even just have the mindset towards life and I think fitness and all of that. But we're like getting very ahead of ourselves. We need to get yes. into our segments this week. I will go first. My not so typical obsession this week. If you guys are new here, I do just like one little thing that I've been obsessed with this week that's maybe not typical to me or something new. Um, what did I even write down? Oh, my obsession this week has been baking and I'm not a baker. Like I've always said that I'm not a chef. I'm not a baker. I just like food and I'm a huge foodie. So getting into baking is scary for me because I'm like, wait, what temperature? Like all of that. But it's been fun. I still do like boxes though, like the Simple Mills boxes. Yeah. I haven't made like actual recipes, but it's been really What have fun. you been baking for the most part? Last night we made these pumpkin muffins from I Simple Mills. I was thinking Mills. pumpkin have you tried them? good. I haven't, but I've done their pumpkin pancakes, I think it was. And I just, I love Simple Mills. Yeah, I love Simple Mills. So it's fun too, like not even just eating it, but the process of making it was so fun. I put on a podcast. We did our tree last night. So just the vibe of it is my favorite thing oh, ever. Oh, I love that. My current obsession. So I know you're a workout class girly. You like your workout classes and we're like opposite. Like I'm not a big workout class girl. Um, but lately I've been trying to switch it up a little bit and doing workout classes and I've been loving it. So I'm going to do that like once a week or so. I love that. Do you do spin still? Because I know you used to be an instructor. Yeah. So every once in a while I will, but lately, like today I did one, it's called Stations and it's at a place called Camp. They actually have one in California too, I think. Really? Um, I don't know where in California, but uh, they have one here in Tampa and I. it's basically like kind of like Orange Theory a little bit mixed with like a CrossFit and it's really fun. I love that. I used to work at Orange Theory. I like like hit classes or like I'm sure it's the same thing like station yeah what do you like about workout classes because if you don't typically like it what have you been liking about it I think that working at home I used to go to a coffee shop a lot and so I like at least had people around me but lately I've been working at home now that I have a home office and I feel like I just need to have some kind of human interaction a little bit so I like I like the environment of like everyone hyping each other up and like there's a super sweet girl in there today and she was like you did so well and I'm like because it was my first time doing that class and I don't know I just like need to meet people outside of um, like my typical circle. 
Yeah, and I feel like everyone there is like-minded too because one, it's scary for I think anyone to go to a workout class, especially if it's like your first couple times. So I think everyone kind of knows that, especially if you see someone that's new or if the coach is like, oh, this person's new. I think everyone knows, okay, I've been there before. I know the feeling. And yeah, that's like my favorite part about it. It's just the energy and meeting people and being surrounded by people that are feel like you. Yes, I love it. How about you go first? Okay. Like? Okay, so um, I'm kind of gonna, I actually thought about this before I listened to your last podcast. And I think you said that you were liking hot coffee. Did you say hot coffee? Yeah. Okay, so I'm, mine's not hot coffee, but I've been doing hot tea lately. And I don't like hot coffee or hot tea hardly ever. But like lately, I've just, I think it's the Starbucks cups too. But even at home, I've been doing that. And it's just like a cozy like cozy morning or cozy at night and I've been getting back into my my tea era but I have not been liking my iced coffee every time I've been ordering iced coffee I don't even drink it so my current dislike is I haven't been drinking coffee wait what's your tea order at Starbucks so I do um hot green tea and I do two stevia so I guess I guess that was a mixture of my current obsession and my current dislike. But I'm like yeah. a huge coffee person. So the fact that I haven't been even drinking my coffee, I guess that's my current dislike. It's very Sydney to have like an obsession mixed in with your dislike. You're like, I'm going to say a dislike, but it can't be that negative. So <laughs> yeah. What, what's your current dislike? Um, I guess mine's kind of the same because I said my dislike is that fall is leaving but I'm also happy for Christmas. So like, I love the holiday season. I like, like even being more cold and all of that. So mine's the same. It's a dislike, but I'm also excited for the holidays. So how are you feeling about like California weather? Cause it's, is it a lot different than Arizona? I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty similar in the fact that it's always sunny. Like at least one point in the day, it's going to get sunny, but the mornings have been super cold and I'm not used to that. Even though Arizona does get cold in the mornings, but I feel like this is just such a different type of cold and it's super foggy where we live. So I've been loving it and I think it's easier to get in the spirit because I'm actually cold. So I'm like bundling up in the morning. We just got a new couch. Yes. So it's been nice. Yeah, I, I love being here during the different seasons. And then my last segment is having like a word for the next week going forward. So my word, since it's like Thanksgiving, I'm going home for Thanksgiving to Arizona. So I said enjoy and just like enjoy the time off, enjoy being home, enjoy Thanksgiving, family time, because I feel like everything always goes so fast. Like I was just in Arizona and now I'm going back this weekend and I've been like so sad since I've gotten home. And I'm like, why have I been so sad? It's I'm going home this week. So I need to just slow down, enjoy things, not be so like, I feel like I'm just always <laughs> making things a big deal. Yeah. So that's my word. Mine is very similar. It's patience. And um, I'm very, that's something I'm always working on. I try not to like tell myself I'm very impatient, but just because like you got to be careful on what you say about yourself. But um, when it comes to patience, like I'm always looking forward to the next season of my life or like even the next holiday. And I like even the next big thing going on in my life. And I've been in the midst of like, house hunting and we can get into that later I'm sure but it it almost makes me skip over this season of being in this apartment and I was so excited to live in this apartment so like I need to stop skipping over seasons in my life and just be patient so this week I'm I'm remembering that a little bit more yeah I love that I'm the exact same way like I it's a good thing to be excited for things but you're right you can get super caught up in it and I feel like I do the exact same thing so I love that um 
another thing that a lot of people were saying that they like really look up to you for is like your routines and you being a morning person and all of that. So let's kick off the episode with the first question is, do you have any tips for being a morning person and kind of waking up in like a positive mindset? Yeah. So I think the first thing is, is that uh, a morning person can look different for everyone. And I think that it doesn't have to be at a certain time for everyone to be a morning person. And I think everyone um, thinks if it's not at 6am or 5am, then it's not being a morning person. But I think just starting off your day on a positive note, even if it's at nine or eight, whatever is your morning, um, I think just give yourself grace and figure out what works best for you. And I also think it all starts with Obviously, it's oversaid, but it starts with your nighttime routine and having a good nighttime routine. So I would say um, making sure that you're going to bed early enough and then just have a clean apartment or home and wake up with kind of like a calm energy. So that would probably be my piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I like what you said at the beginning when you were like, it doesn't have to be a certain time because even when I watch your videos and I get super inspired, like if... I watch your morning routine or that you wake up at 5 a.m. The initial thought is like, wait, I want to go wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow because it's exciting and you inspire in that way, which is a really good thing. But sometimes I have to be like, okay, does that make sense for my lifestyle? My puppy's not waking up at 5 a.m. Like, it doesn't work for me. So I can still take inspo from what you do. But like, maybe I just wake up at 8 and maybe I adopt some of the habits that you do in the morning. And I really love that that is a huge part of your page. I feel like you really do promote like, this is my routine. I'm here to inspire you, but just be nice to yourself. Not everything's going to work for everyone. And I think that's really important to remember going into like routines because seriously, everyone is just going to have such different habits that work for them. But I know you are a huge routine person. If you could only pick like five habits in the morning and night, what would those five habits be? Yes. So let's start with nighttime routine. I would say, um, showering and like I normally will put on music rather than like have my phone around me while I do like my skincare or I'll listen to a podcast but like try not to scroll much and um like combining like shower and do my skincare start winding down and then I love having tea and either watching lately I've been watching like a Netflix show before reading I've been watching Love is Blind or like something like that um and then also reading and I like listening to like a sound machine with my hatch alarm. That's like my obsession is to have like a calm. um, I use like it's I think it's called light rain. So I do that. And then in the morning I do um, I wake up I make my bed. I think that's like the biggest thing. Feel like so not put together if I don't make my bed. And then um, I will have I guess I will have like my workout clothes normally set out for me or have like my bag packed for the gym. And then I have my whole to-do list of like my very important things I need to knock off for the day already written. I think even how you said that your morning routine kind of starts at night. The biggest thing in my night routine, nighttime routine is reading. You know, I have my Kindle. I'm obsessed with it. Are you reading anything currently? So I started, it starts with us. And I think, did you already finish it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like in the middle of it right now. I have been slacking on my reading game. I need to get back into it. I feel like it comes in waves. 
I will read a book in just a couple of days and then I will go like a month without wanting to read. So, but I feel so much better when I'm consistently reading. I feel like it helps so much with stress. Yeah. It's the same thing for me. I feel like I'll be obsessed with reading because I'm reading a certain book. And then once I finish a book, it's really hard for me to jump into another one or I'll start a couple books. And I always try and give a book like at least 15% or so before I decide if I want to read it. But I'm the same way. Like I, it comes in waves, but it does really help because I notice when I am reading a lot, everything I feel like just improves. Like my sleep improves. I feel like my negative like self-talk with like work and stuff improves because then you're just not constantly sitting there like thinking, thinking. So yeah. I also think that my like vocabulary so much better when I'm reading consistently. Like I, I almost feel way more intelligent. I know that sounds so crazy, but like I'll start using words that I typically wouldn't use. I'm like, Oh girl, we've got an intelligent queen over here. No, same. I'll say something. And I'm like, who am I? What did I just say? And Hunter even pointed that out to me when I first started reading, he was like, what words are you using? Like, what are you getting this from? And I'm like, I swear I'm just turning into Colleen Hoover. Like I just speak like her. And it's so funny. It's funny how we can just be influenced like that. Oh, I know. And you know how on the Kindle you can hold down a word and it will tell you the definition? And I love that. Me too. What is another question that we got? Oh, this is a good one. It says, how do you balance keeping a good social life with also being productive in like your work life? Yeah, so this has been something I've worked on a lot lately. I, um, for quite some time, I was really just all about my routine and I I liked my comfort zone of being at home and it was um it made it really easy to isolate myself but lately I feel like I have done having a relationship definitely has helped me you know my boyfriend definitely gets me out of my comfort zone but um I try to not be extreme about one thing or the other so I will um, let myself go out and have dinner. We go out to dinner once a week and that helps me. Like I love going out to dinner and and being out and about and whatnot. Um, but also I know that I like to be in bed at a certain time. And like, I know that I feel better when I'm in my routine. So I like to have like a good balance of the two. Yeah. I love that. I'm the same way. And I think that even just finding that balance that sometimes it's not going to be at that like perfect center that is balanced you know some days you're gonna feel better than others right yeah I think it's just nice to push yourself to go and enjoy your social life because it's that's what makes life fun you know what's like your favorite thing to do to like go out so I love sushi so sushi's like always my go-to if we can go out to eat I'll get sushi um And I love going to coffee shops and getting like lunch at like a cute cafe or something. Um, We have this place, it's called Armature Works and it's basically like a food court, but it is like really aesthetically pleasing. It's super cute. It's got all sorts of different options. So you could get like all different kinds of foods. You could go with friends or family and everyone get their own um, meal. And I like doing that. I get sushi bowls though. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's literally me. I Every time Hunter and I go out, I'm like, so sushi. And sometimes it's fun to try different ones, but I always regret trying a new restaurant. I'm such a I like know. go to the same. I could go to the same restaurant every day. Me too. I know. I always hear you talk about that. And then Hunter's like, we just went there. And you're like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm like, Hunter, you do not care. Because he'll literally eat Chipotle like every single day for lunch. I'm like, come on. I'm the same way just for dinner. (laughs) Right. Right. If it's not broke, right? (laughs) Exactly. 
Um, has it been hard for you, like being in a new city and like finding your restaurants that you love and friends or has it been exciting? How has it been? Yeah. So it's been, um, luckily my sister lived here before I did. So she helped me kind of like transition. And then also Jason, which is my boyfriend, he is, he's lived here for a couple years before I did. So he knows a lot. It's been fun to find new places, but of course I miss my go-to coffee shops back home or I guess, you know, in my place that I lived before this, which is Alabama, I miss like having a routine of going to the same places all the time just because it's like a comfortable feel but overall I've been liking it which you probably feel the same way like you miss places that you used to go to I'm assuming Mm -hmm. I was just saying to Hunter the other day it's just so crazy that you can kind of have two emotions for the same thing like I love being home every time I'm home I'm like oh maybe we should move back like I love my favorite restaurants here and the routine and my spin studio and my friends and then I come here and I'm like wait, I love the restaurants here and the ocean and my friends here. So it's crazy to have like homesickness feeling and then also the excitement of living somewhere new. So I think just with anything, there's going to be like peaks and lows. And I think that's just how I've been trying to look at it is, okay, if this is going to be a bad day today, I know I'm going to have a good day tomorrow. And it's definitely a struggle, I think, moving anywhere, but it's also equally as exciting. Have you faced any struggles since moving? So I moved away from, I'm originally from Michigan. So I moved away from family when I went to college. And so I actually had been so used to being away from family, which I can completely understand like your struggle that you're going through right now. Cause it does not really, it doesn't get easier. You just kind of adjust and you find ways to get through it because it's so hard to be away from family. Um, my best friend's still in Alabama. So that was been, that has been really hard because I did literally everything with her. But other than that, it's been, it's been really good. I've definitely, I'm, I have a hard time with change, but I'm definitely adjusting. Yeah. I feel like you've really put yourself out there and even just meeting your boyfriend and like having your sister with you. I feel like you are focusing more on the things that have made it good rather than like focusing on your best friend. And also what's, I've been trying to keep in mind too is like it's gonna be so fun when your best friend visits and when your parents get to visit and I saw that you're like grandma was just in town like that's so exciting so I like that that's like what you have been focusing on because I've been trying to do that too yeah have you been able to meet a lot of people through like the workout studios that you've been going to or how have you been meeting people in a new place I think now that it's been like six months since we've moved here it's been nice that it's becoming familiar like I met a spin instructor at the cycle studio I go to. Her name's Leilani. And like, I look forward to seeing her. And like, when I don't get to go to her class, I'm like, shoot, like I wanted to see her. And like, it's nice having those familiar faces. And I think that's what also I really love about workout classes and setting a routine of just going to familiar places because I really thrive off of like connection. I really want to chat with people. I'm always the one like, I'll be at the grocery store and the person starts a conversation at the cash register and I'm like, okay, thank God, because I wanted to talk, you know, I like to talk. And so that's been really nice now that I have set up a routine and I've been trying to do new things too. Like I started Pilates, which I never did in Arizona. So it's exciting. And then at the same time, you get to see those familiar faces. So it's been nice. I think that it has been a struggle being away from just like my hometown best friends that live right around the corner for me, because at least from where I live, like I don't live just right down the street from any of my close friends. 
Um, so that's been a struggle, but I think that comes with time. So yeah, that's, that's been a little bit of a struggle, but it's been nice. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that I've never really been like the type of person who has a huge friend group. Like I've always had like a couple of really close friends. So, uh, it is nice that you can like kind of just pick back up where you left off. If you do have friends that come visit, like, I feel like you can feel at home in places that, you know, like when I went back to Alabama to visit Duran, we had like to evacuate because of the hurricane. I was able to see my best friend and I just felt like way less homesick. And I just, I think that making it more intentional almost makes it more special. (laughs) Oh yeah. I've said that exact same thing to Hunter before. I completely agree that it's so much more special when it's intentional And that's what has literally been keeping me going since I moved here. I got a question in our Q&A box that says, what do you do at the times when you do feel like shit to feel better? So I feel like that that's fitting right now. Like whenever you maybe feel homesick or just going through anything, maybe mentally or even physically, I know you just had a surgery. So what do you do? Like the three top things that just kind of pull you out of that feeling. Yeah, so I would say um, going on walks is like definitely something that helps me clear my mind. And lately what we've been doing, luckily, I don't do this by myself because it's not super safe to, but I will um, either have my sister or my boyfriend go with me and we'll go on a walk and like not bring our phones and just completely unplug. And that helps me a ton. And then also realizing that um, a lot of my to-do list can be pushed off to tomorrow. So if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, okay, what can I take off my plate that can wait and just give myself grace? And um, another thing is really just working on my positive self-talk. I'm I'm pretty good about that nowadays, but I'm hard on myself in the sense of like I let my to-do list kind of dictate how my day goes. And so lately I've been like, okay, I am productive. I am doing just fine. And just really just trying to give myself reminders. So definitely some simple things, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah. I love that. I love all the simple things I've noticed just over the past five years of focusing on wellness and trying to be the best version of myself, I have noticed that it's really just the small things. And even just like we've been saying, going to a workout class, going and finding the workouts that feel good or finding the coffee you love at Starbucks and the cups, you know? Yeah. I know fitness is like a huge part of your platform too. And I know that you love fitness, obviously, because it's part of your routine. What got you into fitness? Was it like a mental escape Do you enjoy it? Have you always enjoyed it? So I started, um, I played soccer growing up, so I always liked working out. But when I uh, stopped playing soccer, I really struggled to find structure. And so um, once, once I went to college, I kind of like lost my love for fitness. And then I jumped back into it. I got a personal trainer just because I definitely like felt like my energy was off. I just kind of didn't really feel like myself anymore. So Um, I got back into fitness that way with a personal trainer. And then it was shortly after that, that I started doing it for my own job. I got my certification and everything and have just been doing it since. I think I was 20 years old when I did that. So have you noticed that you like to be on like the back end of it where you're helping someone else with all of that? Or do you prefer to be on the other end of it where you're really the one in the gym and like you're going and maybe having a personal trainer teach you and stuff. How's the experience, I guess, like different from the two? 
I would say there is literally nothing better than watching someone else benefit from your guidance and help through it. And it is like, I remember when I was in college, I was working at a gym as a personal trainer and I realized it didn't pay super well working in a gym as like a very newbie personal trainer. But I said, this is like 100% my purpose. I realized that it just, I have like a burning passion for helping people. So I 100% would say on that side of things, of course I like working out, but I love that side for sure. Yeah. It's such a different experience, I feel like. And you obviously don't get to experience that if that isn't your career. So I think it's really cool that you do both sides of it. And it's also really inspiring too, because not only are you working on yourself and showing up for yourself a lot of the time in terms of fitness, but you're also helping other people do it. So I love that. And that's a huge part of why even like fitness just as a whole, like the vibe of fitness, it's very, to me, a positive thing. And it's like, all these people are just in the gym working on themselves and they're there for a reason. And even if they had to literally pull themselves out of bed to get there, they at least got there. And I know a lot of people, when they start their fitness journey, I feel like the hardest hurdle is just either getting to the gym or making that initial plan or start. What would you give advice to either your self starting out when you first did or to someone who's just making that initial start at a fitness journey? I would say I was definitely the same way. So I would say start small and what, what works for someone else, it's def, it's definitely daunting to go onto the internet and see all of the different answers that people can give on like where you should start. And so I think that it's going to take a lot of trial and error. And so go into it with the mindset of like what you go into in the beginning might not be what you absolutely love, but you know, let it, let it be enjoyable to just kind of try different kinds of exercise. And maybe what works for you one month isn't going to, isn't going to be your favorite the next month. And so be ready to do trial and error. And that's kind of the fun in it. Like find, um, find something that gets you excited about being active and realize that it's not, there's not really a right or wrong when it comes to fitness. And even as a personal trainer and as a coach, I will listen to my clients and they'll be like, I just am not liking strength training and I'm not liking heavy lifting. And so we take a different route, even if I think that that might be what is best for their goals. If they're not going to want to show up in that way, then that's not going to benefit them at all. So I would say start small and be ready to trial and error. Yeah, I completely agree with that. This might be like a hot take, but starting a fitness journey or even just looking at your lifestyle as a whole needs to be enjoyable. And I feel like I've heard this maybe a lot on social media or even just maybe speaking to people in my personal life. They assume that fitness is like this negative thing. And I've heard many people be like, nobody likes to go to the gym, but we do it to feel good or we do it for X, Y, Z. But in my head, I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me because when I get out of a spin class, I feel so good. That's why I go the next day and that's why I'm signing up. And I think that even from when I first started, I've changed a lot as not only a person, but also just my interest because I used to lift every single week and I loved it. I had the same feeling when I would leave that I do now for spin, but well, I don't think it's the same feeling because it's actually so much more now, but at the time that was the best I'd ever felt leaving something. It felt so good. It felt just like when I used to cheer and 
now I feel that same way with spin and I look back to weightlifting and sometimes I do go weightlift because I still like it. It just, I love spin and that's what works for me. And whatever gets me motivated to get out of bed is the best workout for me. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle at the beginning is they look towards what someone else is doing, which is great because then it can help you find new avenues to try out. But I've just found that what when I'm truly listening to myself and I listen to how I feel after something, that's how I find what works best for me. And it's literally, it all comes down to just whatever's the motivator. What would you say is like the easiest way for you to spark motivation in your routines? Hmm. So I would say, gosh, that's a hard one because I feel like my motivation is so different every single week. Like I would say that stress relief is like my biggest motivator, I would say. I think that when I go and work out, like I try and just for one hour, just focus on how I feel rather than what I need to get done before or after my workout. So I would say probably stress relief. Yeah, I love that. Well, I'm so happy that you came on. This was such a good episode. I feel like we could literally talk for like three hours. I was going to say, I feel like that felt like 10 minutes. (laughs) I know. I like looked at the time. I'm like, okay, they're probably sick of hearing us by now. But we just got started. Yeah. I'm like, now we'll go into the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Well, thank you so much. I have loved this. This was so fun. It really did feel like we were just FaceTiming, catching up. Yes. Last question before we leave. If you could just give like one final thought, one takeaway from either the episode or just anything you want to leave the listeners with, what would it be? I would say to not take, whether it is your health or your fitness journey, whatever it might be, that's kind of what I focus on because that is what I do for a living, but just don't take it so seriously and realize that um, there. what we said earlier is that it's not a right or wrong type of a thing and it's going to be the journey that you should just enjoy the different motivators that come, whether it's different every single week and just kind of trial and error to figure out what works best for you. So cute. We'll leave it at that. I'm going to link Sydney down below. You guys, seriously, please run after this episode and go follow her, especially if you like to have an uplifting timeline. Aww. Thank you for coming on. Bye. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles. And bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.